pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Good morning to you. It's R&R in the morning here in on San Antonio Sports Star. I'm Rob Thompson. There is no Rudy J. He is continuing his vacay. And instead, the cast and crew of the former Saturday morning hangover. That's James Pledger. Jack Thompson sitting beside me. Easy E driving this boat. Let's talk some Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, they went into Miami, fought hard, and go down 22-20. Let's talk about it with one of the best. Todd Archer of ESPN sitting in with us. Morning, Todd. Merry Christmas. Happy uh, holidays and happy New Year to you for coming up. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing right. Appreciate it, and same back to all you guys. Okay, as we sit on a Tuesday morning on a short week, as they've got a Saturday night game, um, what was the general attitude of the team as they got off the plane? Was it one of a valid effort that was, you know, just nullified by a, you know, a last-second drive, or was there, you know, ongoing concern? Heck, if we have to stop the run, there's no way we can do it. I, I think you know, in that locker room after the game, it was surprising to me to hear them, almost to a man, say. All the confidence in the world, we can do this. We haven't yet, but we can, was something that Dak said. Um, the, the defense, you know, I, I thought the, the run defense was 91 yards. I thought it was obviously much improved um, against Miami than it was against Buffalo. You only give up 22 points to, to that offense. I think you feel pretty good about yourself. I was a little surprised that, again, they weren't claiming moral victories, but I was surprised that they felt, Almost the way they did walking out of Philadelphia back in, when was that, October? It's a lifetime ago. That they still think, okay, yeah, we lost on the road, but hey, we're going to have to go there, but we can still get this done. It was a little surprising to me that there wasn't a, not they want to be defeated, but just a more, less optimistic tone mm-hmm. than what they were saying in that locker room. Is that just a reflection of the company line that they've been told to say? Do you get the sense they believe it? Um... I get the sense they believe it, to be honest with you. And it, it, both things that you just said there could be true. It's the company line, and and and, and they believe it. Um, you know, you can look at it. Okay, Philadelphia game. We talked about after that one. It was a game of inches. Dak stepping out of bounds on the two-pointer. Schoonmaker not getting up, you know, one more foot or an inch, scoring a touchdown. And then this one, you know, it's it's a game of inches. And we can talk about the, the Lipke fumble on the opening drive. But honestly, they probably should have scored on the first two plays there, on the Cooks reverse and on the on the Pollard run. Like he should have, the, both those guys should have scored before Lucky and fumbled. So you score there, you know, it's a, it's a different result at the end of the game. But there's still moments in these in in that Miami game where it's like, offense, where'd you go? You were great those first two drives, and I think the next four possessions they gained nine yards. Like it, it, that can't happen when you're playing good teams in, in playoff football. Todd, I don't mean this in a disparaging way, but the Cowboys kind of seem like a front-running team. I'm thinking and, you do. And I no, I'm I don't. This has really become disparaging. It's it's kind of who they are in a sense of they get a lead, they play with a lead, they allow their defense to unleash itself, 
and that's the best possible way for them to play because when they get into these close games that they have to gut out and try and win or the defense is put in a position where there's a stop needed at the end of the of the game to to kind of ice it away, they're not as productive in those situations uh than they are when they're playing at their best, which is grab a lead early and let that defense go to work. Absolutely. I I agree with you. And I don't think that's a 2023 thing. I think that's been a cowboy thing for years now. Uh, You you know what I mean? And the only game that kind of goes against that would have been Seattle uh, because the defense did make some stops at the end and the offense was able to, to come back and make key plays and key moments. But, again, where are you in the other big games that, that you needed? And, and all these numbers that they put up, especially at home, averaging nearly 40 points a game, are lar- take Philadelphia out of it, are, are largely against subpar teams. So, yeah, what are you going to do when you're not playing a subpar team? No, they might, I guess, in the wild card round, right? But if you're, <laughs> when you're not playing a subpar team in the playoffs, what are you going to do, and where does the confidence come from that you can do it? Um, and again, I would say this is not a 2023 Cowboys issue. It's right. been an issue for this club, I don't know, go back to the Romo times, right? I mean, it, whether the, the defense makes a play, the offense can't get anything going. Think of those three straight eight and eight years. Right. Um, or or, or the, the defense makes some plays, and the offense can't even go. Heck, just go back to last Sunday. Like, I, I don't leave – I, yeah, it was Sunday. My days were all screwed up. I, I don't. I, I didn't leave Miami game thinking, man, that defense. They they got a lot of problems. I, I left it more as the offense has to do more. They they got to do more and score twenty points and, and and cash in on on these opportunities that you have, especially in that opening drive. And it was weird that Hunter Lipke entered that game with six touches on the season, <laughs> and they gave him the ball four times on that drive. Mm-hmm. A little weird. Did not go well. He. <laughs> at all. Todd Archer of ESPN joining us here on San Antonio Sports Star. You know, of course, we're going to talk about the, you know, the inability to stop the run when it absolutely mattered, though. I, when you look at the numbers, the box score says that Dan Quinn's defense was effective. They held uh, Tariq underneath 100, 100 yep, yards. I mean, he, he was a threat all day long. I think it opened up some other stuff for him. But for the most part, that defense worked. You brought it up with the offense. Does the offense lay the problems on on Tyron Smith not being there? In the first I, half, I or, or, or what, what happened? Well, it, it was really the the end where the 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 uh, pressure and the in the that Miami was put in. Like Chubb is number two; he's their best pass rusher. <laughs> mm-hmm. Block that guy! Like, <laughs> why are they letting turning him unloose? Like, no one even goes to block the dude. So I think that was a, a big part of their issues. It was, was their protection in that game, and they you know they didn't really run it very well um, at all, but. You know, they didn't run the ball well when Tyron was playing on the road, uh, you know, either. So they, they, they missed Tyron. Don't, don't get me wrong. But I, I think they, this has to become a team that it can't always be perfect for them to win. We, you guys just mentioned they, they have to win some of these muck it up type of games where you're not at your best and, and you somehow pull it out and you rise to the occasion. Again, I'll say that the defense did enough, not on that last drive, but over the course of four quarters, did enough for the Cowboys to leave that game with a win. To me, it was the offense that first drive, 
not getting any points out of there. It's a 10-point swing in a two-point game. That, that kind of spells a difference. Over the last couple of weeks, there's been this narrative, Todd, of did that loss really hurt? Uncommon opponent, Buffalo, Miami, you know, the other teams in the NSC had lost, so they're still kind of in it. Did, the game's not really of importance. They know where they are in their playoff positioning. For the most part, they, they clinched a playoff spot before the Buffalo game even happened. And McCarthy talked a couple of weeks ago about playoff games without playoff consequences. Is the lack of consequences creating a lack of importance on these games in terms of the mindset going into them? I I don't want to go there because they could still, the division was still there. Playing a home Mm -hmm. playoff game was still there. So there were, there were consequences to these games, just not quote, playoff consequences when your season's over. So I, I don't think the guys looked at it and said, ah, no big deal. We'll, we'll figure this out when we get to the second week in January for, for the playoffs, um, or third week, I guess it is. Um, so I, I, I don't want to go there, but I do agree with your point, and I'll take it a little step further, is, okay, these are playoff games without playoff consequences. If you don't win any of these games, <laughs> then there's a consequence right. to that. When you get to the playoffs... And there's real consequences on the line. Where does the confidence come from that you can turn it up and turn it on when you need it most? Dak Prescott went 20 of 32 for 253, two touchdowns, and what was an acceptable to very good performance, I felt like. Um, what do you make about uh, while the numbers look good and the CD can look at the box and say, I got 100 yards and six catches? He got lost in the second half. Brandon Cooks got yeah. lost. I mean, where, what do we make about the inexplicable inability to throw the ball there late or in the second half? Well, yeah, it, it was CD Lamb didn't have a touch in the second and third quarter. And then his first touch in the fourth quarter was on a run. So, and then they finally got him the ball. That that lull that they called it. Zach Martin told me that after the game is really where that lost the game for them. And I don't know if they were slow on the adjustments to what Vic Fangio did, uh, or or it was just a lack of execution. Whatever it is, that that four or five possession stretch where you did nothing, and yeah, you were backed up on two of them maybe coming out of your goal line. It's okay to get a first down. Like it's still that that's allowable, right? Even if you're at your own two, um, you know the, you can do some things. And uh, you know you, you mentioned like you know Dak's numbers look good, two touchdowns, two hundred and what fifty something yards. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were times that I thought in that lull where he went to the wrong guy or he didn't see a guy. Like there was a couple of times where CD was open in that quarter. Where it's like. Dude, just throw it to him. He's going to get you eight yards, and you know, you maybe even a first down after that. Um, there, there were times it was almost like, and, and I'm sure he wasn't, but he's like, well, I got to get it to Gallup here. Well, I got to get it to Ferguson here. Well, I got to get it to this guy here. Instead of just saying, okay, that's my best player. I'm going to number 88 whenever and wherever I can. In the first half, was Jalen Ramsey following CD, or or no. was that a second half thing? They didn't really do that much at all, even in the throughout the course of the game. Even when CD wasn't getting targeted, it wasn't anything really different than the the first uh, couple of possessions. You didn't when, when CD went in motion, you didn't see number five going with them. Um, they played their defense. I think one thing that they did do a better job was their linebackers, as Dak said, they fogged some things up on the coverage of where things were. And they maybe were a little bit more physical at CD at the line than they were in the first, uh, certainly the certain the the first uh, quarter when he when he went off. So I, I don't think it was the Jalen Ramsey effect either that that 
did anything to take CD out of it. In some respects, I think the Cowboys took CD out of it. I don't think it's uh, hyperbole or grandiose to say that the best two players on offense are CD Lamb and Dak Prescott. And this offense is at its best when those two are going to work. So when they talk about these lulls between the two in terms of what happened in the middle of the Miami game, isn't there a point as a play caller with Mike McCarthy to where he has to basically reestablish to the point like, hey, we've, we've got to get the ball into our best player's hands? Well, and I think you saw that, certainly not in the second and third quarter, but that long drive, fourth down, who did he go to? CD. Uh, he had a long cross, uh, long corner route where he threw it to CD. That might have been his first catch of the fourth quarter. Um, so when it was that big time need a play, they were going to CD. And I, yeah, there, there's an element. It, it's weird when you say, like, they have to feed him more because they feed him a lot. It was just a. It was the first time this season that he went two straight quarters without being targeted. Wow, that, that, that's that, inexcusable. That's, that's saying something. That's inexcusable. Right there. Uh, let's talk about this offense, though. Certainly, coming home will cure what ails them. They're looking to do, set a couple of records. But one of them be the first team or the fourth team in NFL history average forty points a game at home. They've scored thirty points in eight straight home games. That's third longest streak uh, since Peyton Manning and the Broncos and that Rams team. That the offense coming home, how much of it is just about coming home and finding that groove, or is it a week eighteen next week? Are we playing for the playoffs now, or is there still a worthy chase to get this offense cooking and you know maybe win a NFC East? I I, I don't know. What's the motivation for the next two weeks? Yeah, no, you're you're playing a team that has as many wins as anybody in football right now, right? Everybody's got Detroit, San Fran, and and Baltimore all of eleven. Right. No one else has more than that. So you're you're beating a quote good team like you're facing a good team a team that you could face in the playoffs now I think Detroit has some road issues as well uh, where they might not be the same as they are when they play in, inside Ford Field but this is a this is a playoff game for the Cowboys and again okay if you lose the season isn't over but you win this one it might not change the perception of what everybody outside of you thinks but it certainly helps your own perception of what you believe you can be. Uh, because I think I wrote this after the game. The Cow- this Cowboys season was always going to be defined on what they did when they got to the playoffs. It, it, it didn't matter, you know, if you went 17 and 0 or 9 and 8. It was going to be what you did when you got in the playoffs, and that because everybody's tired of wild card or divisional round and out. So if you win this game, it doesn't change our opinion maybe of what the season could be, but it helps them to get that win when they go to. Tampa or New Orleans or wherever they're going to go in the first round, and then either San Francisco or Philly or Detroit, I guess, in in the second round. Um, so there's a lot on the line this week for the Cowboys beyond, hey, uh, you know, let's average 40 points a game at home, let's go undefeated at home. This is a win the game and gain some confidence and get into Washington. And as Dak said, maybe that's the game that starts the road streak if they win at FedEx Field. If they don't win at FedEx Field, whew, man, I mean, forget about forget about what happens in the playoffs because they'll be – I don't know where the confidence comes from that you can win on the road when you're gonna go, you would end up being 3-6 and six away from home if you were to lose that one. Todd, real quick, I know we're up against it. Um, what did you think of San Francisco last night? Did that tell you anything? Um, it tells me Baltimore's really good, and <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, 
in that San Francisco's not fallible. Like you can you can beat them. And you got to play your best, especially the Cowboys. Um, I just think for the Cowboys' history in these last couple seasons in the playoffs, why would we believe that the Cowboys can go there and win? But I think for the Cowboys, they would say, okay, there's a little bit of a chance here. If Purdy's hurt, if Trent Williams is hurt, that certainly helps as well. Uh, but it, again, okay, they're ten. You take the big picture view and say, hey, they're, they're ten and five, and there's not a great. 85 Bears team out there that they can compete with. They can compete with everybody. And the question is, can they beat everybody? And I think there's probably at least San Francisco in the NFC that you'd say, I don't see that one. With the lackluster into the season, and this didn't even cross my mind until you brought up if they lose in Washington, oh boy. But if they lose in Washington, oh boy. And then fall short in the first round of the playoffs on the road again, there, there hasn't been talk about McCarthy's job to an extent, but would that start a conversation on the inside? On the inside is tough to say because I'm not getting into 81-year-old Jerry Jones's mind at this point. <laughs> um, but I would say the conversation would start outside, and I, I think, again, you go back to what the beginning of the season was all about. It was about doing more than just getting to the wild card, just getting to the playoffs or through a wild card or through a divisional round. It was about doing more. He, Mike McCarthy was brought here to do what Jason Garrett couldn't do. This would be three straight early playoff exits, if you want to call it early. Um, and, yeah, I think it would be the, – the questions would be asked, and I think some people in the building would be a, asking that question. I just don't know if Jerry and Steven would be asking that question. That's Todd Archer at BSP, and we get him every week, and we're glad he came by. Man, we hope you had a happy holiday. Enjoy this week. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, fellas.